and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello, everyone. Please join me in welcoming Christine Zorora, who is a mystic mindset coach, wellness educator, spiritual guide and writer who supports heart-centered and driven individuals who've surpassed the hardships of the past to connect with their true path and design their future. Christine is the owner of Mystics Den, an online coaching business offering one-on-one services, supporting spiritual seekers tap into their higher calling on their journey of awakening. Christine brings all facets of who she is into her work, including practical goal-setting tools, intuitive gifts, mystical teachings, and personal stories, offering you a holistic approach to personal growth and spiritual development. Welcome, Christine. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. And I know um, yeah, the work that you do is so incredibly interesting. So could you perhaps share with everyone how you got started with your coaching business? I would agree with you that this work is really interesting. Um, it, uh, did you say interesting? I did say interesting. Absolutely, <laughs> I did. It is. It's completely fascinating. Yeah, I could agree with that because it's been like an evolution of listening to like my inner guidance system, which is what I help, which I really fundamentally want to help people really connect with. So it's been an evolution of listening to what is next, what is of the highest good for me and for all. So it's been quite the journey. I did not set out to do this. If you had told me you'd be calling yourself a mystic and spiritual guide. I would have not believed you. I mean, it sounds really cliche, but it's so true. Yeah. I started out, it really started with deep despair and depression. I felt like I didn't understand the meaning and purpose of life. I had a sequence of events that kind of like had me fall to my knees, another cliche saying, but in that space, I felt how dark that space can be and how the unknown can um, has a potential of being overwhelming. Yeah. On the same account, I felt this freedom to say, wow, this is where I need to be. Mm. As much as it feels uncomfortable, this is exactly where I need to be. And in that moment, I sort of set that intention to find out what this is, Mm. which turned out to be a spiritual awakening, which I didn't find out until like years later. Yeah. Find out what this is and get myself out and pull, hold the hands of others along their journeys too. So after that sort of like dark night of the soul, Mm -hmm. I opened my heart to really taking care of myself. So I intuitively stopped eating meat. Um, It just felt like that was what made sense for me at the time. Again, it wasn't like consciously thinking intuitively, like our consciously being intuitive. It was just, just something was calling me. 
I did things like that. I started working out and taking care of my body and really being mindful of, of my mindset around my health and fitness specifically. And so that first year was (laughs) quite intense, but like, as I continued to follow my heart and then a couple of years from there, I knew I needed to start serving And at the time I was working two jobs. I mean, growing up in New York City is not easy for a single person in their 20s at this point in my late 20s. But, you know, the hustle mindset has always been ingrained in me because we don't really have a choice. Mm. So I remember on one night I was I was sleeping and getting ready to go bartending because that was like my second job. And I was just I cried myself like in that like moment of trying to take a nap. And I just felt like there has to be a way for me to start doing something. And that's when I left the bartending job. And in two weeks, I got a job at the gym. Mm. And that's a story alone. But it's amazing how when it's amazing how things unfold naturally. And either we're in a really dark place of despair and wanting to get out or we're in a place of joy and wanting to lean in so like either one I love either one contrast kind of like helps us lean in to the, our path of least resistance but anyway so I ended up becoming um, a fitness instructor and wellness coach and I created programs for people to help them really hold them hold them accountable and, and be their friend along the way yeah and that really worked out and then I felt another nudge to mm-hmm. lean in more to my spiritual path which again wasn't a conscious effort of mine I ended up finding Gabby Bernstein took her course that cracked me open really saw this major aspect of who I was as a spiritual person and that was in 2019. And then when 2020 hit, I was like, oh, this is why the call, because Mm -hmm. I think that was a collective year of the dark night of the collective. (laughs) So, so I think, um, so yeah, it's been an evolution and I'm at this place now where I'm actively giving people more practical ways to integrate a spiritual understanding of their own into their their daily life's experiences yeah brilliant and you came and you and you you did the mindset coach certification program I think it was back in was it 2020 or 2021 It it was 2020 yes yeah amazing and and in that in that process as well I think there was an evolution for you of the way that you serve and integrate everything that you do, all of these tools around, you know, intuition and awakening and mindset. Do you want to tell people a little bit about that process? Yes. And thank you for bringing that up because that was one of those pivotal moments. I had received a sort of a message. One of them was go to Salem, Massachusetts, and the other one to become a mindset coach. Mm -hmm. And I went to Google you know, type that in. I found you, I read the program and I was blown away by how aligned it seemed to be if Mm. I truly want to help people. Cause at this point, it's Mm. been a very intuitive process for me. I just been listening to my gut and following those and seeing it working for me and seeing it work for others. And here I have this program that's embodying all that, even like the law of attraction part, like you were able to bring so many different elements to mindset. That's not only that very conventional way we see mindset, but just a more expansive version of that. 
So I was blown away by doing the certification and I was hitting a point again where it's like there's so much to learn and, and integrate even in my own journey because that's the truth about owning a business in general yeah. and then owning a business and following your calling and purpose. Like you're all over that. So yeah. it's yeah. constant work and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it is interesting because one of the things I know um, is that everyone has their own definition of like what a spiritual awakening is. And I love that you've you've called your business the mystics, the mystics den, right? And can you tell people what you mean? What's your definition of mystic in the context of the work that you do? So for me, mysticism means our connection with all that is, which yeah. sounds vague and abstract, but it's it's all through which we experience both on the physical level and the psychological and mm. spiritual emotional level, the seen and the unseen aspects of our world. This mm. includes all beings. This includes the planet itself, the, the solar system, the universe at large. It just, it just, it's, and I believe each one of us have a direct connection with higher levels of consciousness, which is the awakened brain, which is which is a term I learned from Dr. Lisa Miller's work mm. and showing that there's actually parts of the brain that actually light up when someone is has some sort of spiritual practice or is identified as religious. Mm. And it's amazing to look at that research and see how what I've experienced intuitively and in my heart is actually being proven is being proven through scientific research. Um, and also to to mention with her work is that it actually can decrease the potential of experiencing depression, which really comes back to the the base of when I started to lean into my calling mm -hmm. was coming from depression and mental health and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. so getting back to your question, what is mis what is mysticism in the in the realm of setting goals? You know, tapping into our purpose and mindset is widening our perception of the world around us because mindset is our internal representation, right? Mm -hmm. Like understanding what's going on within us and how that's interacting with the world around us. And when we can develop a spiritual practice of our own kind, yeah. uh, we're widening the lens of possibilities. Yeah. So I think that's just absolutely. incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And that possibility, and, and you mentioned that you know, the dark night of the soul and, and and people either come from the space of recognizing that something needs to change or leaning into something more. So two, two sides of that spectrum can be the catalyst for the spiritual awakening. So how can people listening to this recognize when they're either in or on the edge of that spiritual awakening for themselves? Is there is there a way that people that you can let people know that it's it's there or it's happening or about to happen? I love that question. I'm always coming back to it. I think it comes down to understanding the difference between ego and the inner being, mm. where the ego lives in the, I would say it understands itself through the mind, which is separate thoughts, it's mm -hmm. judgment, it's analyzing, which I don't, which I believe ego has a lot of negative connotations to it, but I believe ego is 
is the reason why we're able to sit here and have a conversation. It is the, it is the separate self and, and, you know, the the kind of ties into like tapping into our higher self and Mm -hmm. coming to the wholeness of who we are. That's going to be an interesting thing to see and evolve how we interchangeably use ego and higher self. Like perhaps they're both the same. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, that's a, that's a separate tangent, but knowing the difference between ego as the separate self and the inner being as the one with all with all that is connection with all that is yeah and the difference is when we are over analyzing a situation we're not analyzing is healthy right we want to weigh out the pros and cons we want to figure out this works best for us if we should go a different direction there's so many different variables if we're stuck in that story and feeling the pressure of having to choose a specific way and controlling the contents of our lives, then we're leaning more, we're tipping the scale as more of the separate self and identified as a separate self. Yeah. When we connect with our inner being and our inner knowing, that takes practice. That takes uh, practice in regulating our nervous system. That's connecting with the body. Yeah. So, and that's connecting with the heart. It's the what I would say, like the the big difference between ego and inner being is with inner being, um, the emotion is neutral. Yes, it's not moving in one in it's not moving within the contrast. Yeah. It's it's anchored in all of contrast, if that makes sense. And it just is. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's how I would explain that, and a way to practically apply that in our lives is not only when we're going to that yoga class or doing a meditation in the morning or choosing a mindful, like something mindfully when we're choosing to eat, you know, my most spiritual awareness, like my strengthening of my spiritual awareness came through being on the New York city subway. It came from (laughs) being in conversation with someone who makes me uncomfortable. It's, Mm -hmm. it's leaning into that witnessing consciousness that, that observer of our thoughts that is interpreting what it is around us. Um, So I want to like even ground ourselves more in that is taking a deep breath Mm. throughout the day and check back in to what's happening Mm. here and now in our bodies and our space around us. Yeah. So it's part of that whole, I love the fact that you brought up that, you know, we're not just attending to this when we are at yoga or when we're meditating or doing our morning routine or journaling, we're attending to it all the time because we can recognize both parts of us and have awareness of at any one time. And it's a matter of choice and choosing, as you say, to breathe in the moment, to step back and to tune in to ourselves. How are we? What What's coming through to us? How are we responding? And noticing those reactions and responses and thoughts that we have as information for us rather than just dampening them down or saying let's get over it or get on with it or whatever it is to really recognize and acknowledge those things. So Christine, what are some of the most common roadblocks that you find people experience when they are tapping into that higher calling? I would say one of them that I love diving into is 
our relationship with time. Mm. I believe a lot of us may fall into the trap of thinking there is not enough time. Oh, yes. When in reality, there is 24 hours in a day. And it's a matter of taking full responsibility of, I guess, like how we use time management to serve and honor where we are here and now and support us and where we we plan on going. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So some things I do is I log in my time and, or I create a little chart for myself and what's going on on that day. And um, kind of like a blueprint or like a roadmap for the week. Mm-hmm. That's that's the basis of what might, and th- that'll change. And I think when people move into the realm of spiritual awakening and spirituality, there's this misconception of going with the flow, which, mm-hmm. which is a s- separate but interconnected conversation about being on your path of least resistance and being in the flow and listening and moving in the direction of what lights you up or perhaps moving in the direction of resistance, but anyway, it's a separate topic, but it's, it's taking full ownership of the time that you're given. So it's not about how much time we're putting in. It's about how intentional are we within the time that we are putting in? I mean, that mindset shift and understanding time and how we show up with time. I think, I guess this is more of my belief. I think it relieves us of, of, or, or perhaps prevents us from getting so much in the in the head of it and yeah. getting consumed with in all the doing because there's so much going on in each of our lives. So to juggle all of that is it's mm. a skill and and maybe our a different way of approaching time may may serve us at a at a higher level. I guess. Yeah. That's. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think with time, time can pass really quickly or really slowly. It's the same amount of time depending on what you're doing and what you're experiencing and how much you're enjoying what you're doing. When we're enjoying something, when we're engaged and we're excited, it passes really, really quickly. When we're not those things, it passes very, very slowly. And we're always, it's it's very interesting the relationship that we do have with time and acknowledging that there is all the time in the world and there is also a finite time. And it's that duality, right, when we're wanting to achieve things in our lives, in our businesses. And even if by achieve I mean relax even, right, we recognise that, you know, there is that duality of infinite and the finite in terms of time. Yeah. Yeah. So is one of the tools then that you use use with people is just to really bring that time, that notion of time into reality through that time management and through that planning? Yes. Yeah. And what what sorts of other is there something else that you that you would use or some other roadblock in addition to time? I mean, time is a very common one. Yeah. I would say what's interesting and I see a lot too on our paths of spiritual awakening and you know, tapping into our purpose. It does bring up the conversation around inner work and healing. And I think it's important for us to reimagine or rewrite the story of healing because yeah. I think it's because it becomes a chore, it becomes a to-do list because we've been operating through that lens of making lists that very, I guess, masculine sort of way of going about organizing. You know, our yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but 
but healing is the path. And something I've learned is that it's, it's who we are. Healing is who we are. Healing is wholeness and love and anything that we do towards or in contribution to our healing is, is not, you know, a separate from that. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. It's a process. I think this is one of the things as well that we think about with, if we call it the work in inverted commas, you know, like personal development, spiritual awakening, that it's not, again, it's not boundaried. It's not, I'm going to tick that off my to-do list because I've done it now, I'm finished. It's an ongoing evolution as we grow and evolve and we age and we experience, there are always new things that come up for us and, you know, always new challenges to overcome, always new joy, new joys to experience. So, you know, it is an evolution rather than, oh, I've done that now. It's, it's, it's finished. Yeah. And it kind of ties into the conversation around time because you just, mm-hmm. as you say, you remind me of that our, our, our healing path is not about diving back into the past and cleaning it all up so that we can move forward and design our future. I believe healing is being present with what's happening here and now because the path will continue to repeat itself if it needs to. And, and I believe when we're connected with our inner knowing, we'll know when to show up and, and do the work that will expand us into more joy and freedom and happiness and peace. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of, a lot of this is as well, just about acknowledgement Um, and, you know, and being vulnerable and acknowledging when we're not feeling great or when we are and recognizing when we are feeling great as well. Right. And, and again, that duality of emotion and experience, because it's all information. Emotions are such brilliant guides for us every single day. And I think a lot of people don't take enough time to even just ask themselves, how am I feeling now? So in that space, when you are taking a deep breath, how am I feeling now? And just tuning into to those emotions because otherwise we don't really have that that guidepost for our experience you know how am i feeling in this moment which is just it's so powerful for creation right um yeah yeah and for knowing what to do or not to do <laughs> as, the case yeah. may, as the case may be right because <laughs> sometimes it's as much about inaction and doing nothing as it is about you know, taking action or being proactive. So, yeah. And what yeah, it's, definitely, sorry, it's definitely a journey of, of strengthening that. And I think as long as we are here, we're, we'll continue to be strengthening mm-hmm. our connection with our trusting in ourselves and knowing mm-hmm. what not to do, what to do. And yeah. Yeah. So true. <laughs> and which part of us is recognizing oh, here I go again, I'm repeating this pattern, or here I go again, this belief has popped up. What part of us is is recognizing that, Christine? Yeah, it's definitely both parts of us, ego and the inner being. And I think it's, so if we're, so where are we mm. um, as the ego or the inner being that's noticing this pattern? I think when we can see it through the inner being, we understand that 
you know, our patterns come in like a spiral. So it's, we're going to revisit, we may revisit the same pattern. If we say, oh, here I am going about this again. Yeah. It's most likely coming from the ego, I believe, because we're seeing it as here I go again. I got to do all this work again. Mm -hmm. Whereas the inner being knows, ooh, thank you. You've come up again. I'm ready to, to tackle you know like sort of chip away at this or crystallize it bring some conscious light to it and through mm -hmm. that it starts to you know crystallize I guess the, the right word would be but yeah that's a great uh question yeah and I think it's interesting because when we acknowledge and when we recognize the patterns and when we learn the lesson from the pattern what is this trying to teach me or tell me that's when we can stop doing it because yeah. we say we don't need to do that anymore. We don't need to run that thought or that belief or that emotional response anymore because we understand that we've learned the lesson of why we do it. And often that's grounded in I want to be safe, I want to be secure, I want to feel a certain way, I want to protect myself. And so the understanding of that helps us to release. And, again, that's a process of both inner being and ego working kind of in alignment with one another to you know, to do it. I think you, you use the phrase chip away. So just to, and just to release it, right, to release it off. So when we think about, when we think about mindset and we think about mindset, you know, tips from the lens of the spiritual awakening, what are some tips that you would give to our audience uh, around mindset? I would say use the mind to, to connect with the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still speaking to the ego and inner being, mm. um, analyzing, sifting and sorting through the information versus or and knowing what is our next step or when to step back or mm. lean in. Um, so I would say to in order to apply that, and, and I think we've we've tapped into that through our conversation is connecting with our inner guidance system, which mm. is that spiritual awareness, that witnessing consciousness, that deep breath. And I would say when it comes to mindset and building a spiritual resilient mindset mm. is not judging when things are going quote unquote wrong mm -hmm. it's understanding that whether it's resistance or the experience of expansion and joy are both serving us because it's that information that we get to observe and witness and move toward or yeah, yeah. so either way yeah and that takes that takes practice I think mm. How can we practice? I mean, is it when we think about awakening and intuition, can you share with people like how can we how can we tune in? Um, you know, is it an emotional response? Is it a is it a voice in our in our we all have the little voice? You know, how does that play out? What what should we be looking for? Something that's really served me is connecting with my body, which mm. we did tap into a bit too, is what is the emotional response? Mm. What is the thought that is playing with this emotional response? 
Um, That's one connection with our bodies. And again, like practicing, doing practices that are going to help regulate our nervous system. Ask someone who, like I told you, was in New York City my whole life. When I moved out to the mountains in Pennsylvania in 2021, I noticed I would wake up in the morning and my heart would be pumping because I'm so used to being on the go. So I did, you know, practice yoga nidra and that really served me. So I think when we're talking about connecting with our emotional body and our body is doing some sort of somatic practice, it's going to help us tune into that. Another thing I would say is, is detecting the universal signs and synchronicities we experience when we begin. And learning also, and it comes to um, allowing the information to be received is rather instead of jumping right away to identifying the meaning of it, allow it to sort of play out, see if it comes up again, see where it leads you, where it leads us. Another thing I like to do is when say I see a repeating number that I've recently identified with, Mm-hmm. or like it's been coming up often for me, I kind of tune into what was I thinking when that had come up for me? Yes. You know, mm. and it's it's coming back to what are the thoughts that are circulating in my mind? What are the emotions? And how is my external world mirroring what's going on in my inner world and, and vice versa? Yeah. And that recognition, like you talked about when you left bartending two weeks later, you had a job at a gym, right? And that's, you know, that is an example of there's always something that's going to fill the space and we just need to be paying attention to those opportunities and recognising that the universe does respond to to us, right, to our thoughts and our emotions and, and it brings things into our conscious awareness or it brings things into our, potentially brings things into our awareness, whether we're conscious of them or not. And so making them conscious is just so key, absolutely, that we are paying attention. And so do you then, you know, maybe journal about those correlations? Like, or is it just a mental note that you make? You know, I was thinking this thought and then this happened. You know, you just make a mental note of it or do you write it down? That's one way is the mental note. Um, and also journaling was one of my like main practices when I first started. Uh, I don't do it quite often anymore. Now it's become channeling through writing, mm-hmm. which serves me and others. I think, I think also on that note, I think everyone does have some sort of channel to higher consciousness that may come in a different form, but Another way is using a planner. I love noting down um, perhaps an intention I I planted or a synchronicity that happened. I get to look back because there's so much going on. We can't remember everything. So it's like, what was happening in April of 2021? And I can look back because I have years of my journals, like my planners. Yeah, that's what I mean, like a planner. Uh, So that's, that's another way of doing it. Or maybe even writing down our dreams. Mm. Um, you know, they can, we can have downloads through our dreams, write it down, sit with it, maybe go on Google, type type in what the dream was and, and kind of sit with it for a minute. Because I also, I also like keep coming back to the idea of like having to create meaning so quickly. I think we do a disservice to our connection and communication with the universe. So, you know, building that space. 
Yeah, so powerful. I think curiosity, as you, as we all know, is is one of the powerful qualities of a coach, being curious. And I think we extend that to ourselves, being curious about ourselves, our own reactions, responses and meanings, but not in a way, you know, we can go on Google and have a look. But then we, as you say, we sit with it. So if we're seeing 222, we go to Google and we say, what does that mean? I'm seeing this angel number, um, you know, repeating itself. And then it's about the reflection of what is this message for me? Like what is it actually, actually trying to say? You know, what do I intuitively think it's, going? you know, telling me? And I think to add to that is what's so powerful about the spiritual awakening is it's a deeper understanding of who we are. So it comes back to our authenticity. So for me, angel numbers doesn't resonate, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's finding our own language and understanding the signs through which we experience. Yeah. And I believe what's happening in the world right now is this mass massive like collective awakening Mm. and because we're learning more about who we are at the fundamental level of who we are and I believe the more of us who can lean into that and do this work which I think a lot of us are and I'm really grateful for the coaching space and community and what's happening because it's building momentum on the power of our minds and our power of choice yeah. And that we can, in any moment, choose again and, yeah. and choose how we wish to interact with the world around us. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is powerful. And I think that whole, it's the choosing of the interpretation. It's the choosing of the living. It's the, you know, we do get to choose. Every day we make a, a thousand choices in our lives. And sometimes we forget that we have that power to choose and to make a change and and to transform, and it, it is all within us, um, yeah. as is the knowing, like when we really get to know ourselves, as is the knowing of this is what I really desire, this is what I want for my life. And I think as coaches we are in the space of working with people to help them to fully unlock and express what it is that they desire and to own that and to feel like they don't have to make, you know, it's them, it's what they desire um, bringing it into conscious awareness so that then we can, you know, help them to create that reality for themselves. So, you know, it's, it is so powerful to be spending time in that space. And no matter what we call it or what we believe in, um, you know, fundamentally the principle of awakening and, and higher consciousness is, um, you know, just that ability to really know yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, it is so powerful. Now, I want to go back to one point before we wrap up the call. You said that when you left New York and you moved to Pennsylvania, you would wake up in the morning and your heart would be pounding because your body was so used to having that response to that environment. How long did it take? Is is that still happening for you? How long did it take for you to, yeah, for your body to readjust? I would say up to six months. Mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I do the yoga, yoga nidra was, I'm getting certified in it because oh, brilliant. it is yeah. incredible. Yeah. You know, practice. Yeah. It took, it took, it took a while. It took, a, it took a, I think six months is not a long time, but you know, it's, it's a consistent effort and it's amazing how your body <laughs> is still operating. Yeah. 
yeah absolutely it's it's operating with those ingrained ingrained responses that you've you know you've grown up with for all that time and it it is the body has so much to tell us when we listen (laughs) it really does and I always you know I always say um you know, it, it is it is mind and body are one and, and you know, it, it does have so much information and I love even, you know, Louise Hay wrote the book You Can Heal Your Life and the relationship between our emotional state and our physiology is just so, uh, so powerful when we look at that symptomology. So this is such a broad topic. It really is. And we could be talking for hours, I know, because it is really, really interesting. But let's, let's um, and, and we'll bring you back on actually to, to have another chat um, because these topics are, are very interesting and I'm sure that everyone's found uh, this a very valuable episode. So just to wrap up, how can people connect with you? Um, you have some reminders that you that you send. So just tell people how people can connect with you and we will drop the links down below. But just share, Christine, how can people get in touch? Yeah, so I have my website. I'm also on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. My favorite platform is Instagram. I have actually two accounts on there. I have my, you know, coaching practice one, the one that's been evolving with me <laughs> throughout the years. And my secondary one, which is has picked up a lot of momentum is where I channel, you know, I was saying before that I channel through writing and then I pretty much do a voiceover and I produce these little clips that I post on Instagram. And they're fabulous, by the way. If you haven't, haven't seen Christine in action, what? Let, let's tell us the handle, Christine. The so my mine is Christine's Aurora. The other one is Inner World Mystic, which yes. which just the name just came to me. Um, by the way, I didn't mention that that I didn't like research Mystic and then identified as it. It's like weird, but. Anyway, Inner World Mystic, an amazing, like 3,000 followers in eight months. I mm-hmm. mean, that's something I couldn't have, you know, strategized because I'm not into sh- marketing strategy. So. <laughs> but, yeah. um, so there's that. And then the other thing is I, right now, I'm currently sending out every week a reminder. It's called mm-hmm. The Reminder, where it's a channeled message, but it's about three minutes long or so. So it's longer than those shorter clips mm-hmm. and just the intention for that is to help people anchor into the truth of who they are, connect with their inner being, remember that they are on, they are on the path. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Love it. Do please check out, uh, check out Christine and we will put the links below. So they're handy for you there. Sign up for a reminder. Um, because again, they are brilliant as well. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute delight having you. Here again, Christine. Thank I you love for your all work. You oh, my absolute I love your work. <laughs> oh, look, it's an absolute pleasure, and we will come. We will get you back on in a, in a couple of months' time, and uh, and have another chat about some of the other topics that we didn't quite get to cover here today. Yeah, so, thank you very, very much. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.